What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new one for everybody. Just when we uh, we thought things were cooling down, NFL turned things up. Just like some of this, some of this weather we're getting. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing great, man. Getting ready to uh, hit big on these parlays. <laughs> Touch up on some shows. Enjoy uh, some games this weekend. How about yes. you guys? Same. It's uh, some good basketball uh, tonight and tomorrow night. Got a lot of the. Uh, you know, the Blue Bloods in there. You got the upstart St. Peter's team. Should be some good basketball. Oh, yeah, because we're going to get the uh, Sweet 16 and then, and then the uh, Elite 8 uh, for both sides. So, I mean, if you think your back bracket is busted now, it might be way, way more busted after this weekend. <laughs> yes, it will be. I feel like there's still, you know, I, I, I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't too huge on Baylor, so when they lost, I guess I wasn't overly surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you still got the Duke, Gonzaga, Arizona, um, Purdue still in there, so I think you still got a lot of a lot of good teams that could, yeah. that could that could possibly win it. There's still a lot of teams out there, so. Oh yeah, definitely. But uh, my my I feel like my back is hurting right now. Right now I'm down to I'm like tied <laughs> for 13th place. Yeah, I mean honestly, like after after like a couple of those losses by Kentucky and Iowa, I think I, just, I tuned it out. I'll, I'll check it at the end, see what it looks like. Yeah, I mean I had them at least going like another round, but the the only one that really hurt me was uh, Iowa because I had them going to the Final Four, but. Yeah, yeah, I really liked uh, I really liked the way they were playing. I like the way that Kentucky was playing. Both teams just uh, didn't show up. Nope, couldn't get a bucket. But I do like I do I do like the the swagger that this um, St. Peter's team uh, team plays with. Yeah, I mean they're they're playing with house money right now. They really they got nothing to lose. And then uh, Wisconsin, I lost too. That hurt me too. It's in that same freaking Midwest uh, bracket. My, I told Midwest. you that, that was gonna be the de- I told you that was gonna be the death bracket. Yeah, everybody is freaking everybody freaking lost. We got a freaking. I mean, I still had Kansas in there, but uh, all the other picks, Providence, I didn't have Providence, and freaking a ten. They got a freaking a ten and eleven. Uh, Iowa State and then uh, Miami didn't see that coming, but uh. That's the way it rolls. Yeah, I mean, if one of those uh, were to get into Final Four, I think I think that would be a first. I don't think there's ever been a double digit to get into Final Four before, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, UConn did it as an 11 seed, I think. Uh, I think there's been a handful, actually. Who else was it? Uh, shoot. Yeah, there's been a few. There's been a few that's made it uh, into the Final Four, but not but the, many. That was the highest, right? 11. I think 11 was the highest, I believe. Yeah. Okay, we got an interesting year, man. <laughs> you know what? It, it, and I think a lot of it has to do with that transfer portal, right? I mean, if you're a guy that's on a, a squad like Kentucky or Duke, and you're not getting playing time, and you know St. Peter's comes knocking, you're like, hey, what the hell? I'll give it a chance. You know, maybe I can shine here. Uh, if I'm just going to sit for four years at Duke, what's the point? And, and, and you don't have to sit out the year, so now you can just start the next year and, and get going. Yeah, it's definitely the the reason the town is becoming more spread out. Yeah, um, definitely see it on the women's side. I mean, Iowa the number two seed. They lost to uh, um, Kirk Creighton, and then the girl, the girl that hit the game winning shot, she was on Iowa last year, and uh, she had transferred. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were yeah. asking, uh, they were interviewing, uh, uh, you know, they were asking about the last shot. I said, uh, in my head, I said, I, if I was, I would have told her. Uh, I told the coach I wanted more playing time, but they was listening, and so I, so I ended up transferring. And then the busting the ass, but it's, and then you know the number two seed, uh, number three seed Baylor, they lost. 
they were a favorite too. But I mean, that's what I said. It's more. It's, you're gonna see the effects more right now. It's like a. It's like an arms race right now for all the teams that aren't in the tournament. Mm-hmm. I mean, this transfer board is looking crazy right now. Yeah. Let's get to the NFL, man. I mean, they were spicy <laughs> as ever. I mean, even though it's March Madness. The NFL uh, made sure we we, we uh, recognize who runs the show here. I mean, so many trades, so many different uh, players uh, reneging on their deals to go to another team. I mean, let's get right into it, man. The Dolphins, man. They trying to take over your division or what, man? Yeah, I you know, I I don't I don't hate the trade. I guess I don't think that I don't think Tyreek Hill puts them over the edge. You know, I, I still think they're gonna have consistency issues with Tua, but. Mm-hmm. At least they're giving it a shot, right? At least they're not, you know, sitting back and just, you know, drafting and 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 trying to fill gaps and things like that. They're they're really uh, trying to trying to surround Tua with as many weapons as they can. So you know, they got Tyreek, obviously Jalen Waddle, who had a big year, uh, Devontae Parker, and then you know Chase Edmonds. They signed. Uh, who else they have a running back there? Oh, they got a uh, uh, Mozart. Oh, Mozart. Yeah, they signed Mozart, and then they they franchised Gesicki. So they and you know they've they've got a they you know I feel like they had a decent line last year. So you know I think they're they're doing what they can. You know I think they want to you know if if they're going to move on from Tua at some point, they want to make sure that it's not. He's not going to go somewhere and burn them later. I think so. They yeah. get him everything he can. Mm-hmm. And then they got their they got their backup plan on uh, Teddy Bridgewater just in case yep. things go south uh, uh, sooner than quicker. So yeah, I just think the problem with Teddy Bridgewater is he's just extremely mediocre. Yeah, but I think I think. Uh, I think the fact that Tua, Tua has just been so up and down that uh, mediocre would be just fine for them. Yeah, I, maybe, maybe. I don't know. If, if you're mediocre in the NFL, what, where does that get you? Middling. So. I mean, hey, I mean, hey, uh, mediocre Jimmy Garoppolo got his team to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you never know. But is he mediocre? Are we sure he's mediocre? The guy can win football games. Yeah, he can. But, I mean, to some people's eyes, he's considered yeah. the the middle of the pack. So Sure, sure. But, again, I think, like. I think Bridgewater's a little below that. But uh, maybe maybe they view him in that light. Yeah. Then we got your boy uh, Butler going back to the Pats out of retirement. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess the, the, the Pats f- felt like they couldn't get uh, J.C. Jackson. So they uh, called Butler back out of retirement. Now, that's an interesting fit compared to all the the, the shaming he was doing to the Pats. Yeah, uh, that he yeah, went back there. It's an interesting, interesting signing. I think on both ends, like you said, like the way he the way he exited New England and he wanted to, he won the contract. They didn't want to give it to him. You know, he went to Tennessee. I would say he was average or below average uh, there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then went to Arizona and then retired, and now he's back again. I, I just don't know what he has left in the tank. And I, I thought the deal was interesting, too. You know, it's not a ton of money, but, you know, it's still $9 million over two years uh, for Belichick, who doesn't like to pay anybody. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Uh, unless, you know, Bill sees him as a, a certain fit in, in a scheme defense, and, and maybe he's, uh, you know, not the number one, but maybe he's he's playing uh, like a slot type. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what he's what he's got planned for him, but you know, I think if he couldn't if he couldn't man in Tennessee, I, I can't see how he could be a, a good man defender uh, at a you know three or four years older in in New England again. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I said maybe it's the system. Maybe maybe. Uh, maybe they're able to do certain things in that system where he's not necessarily on man all the time. But mm-hmm. who know who knows, man? Yeah. Maybe maybe they sign him and he gets cut later. We just never know. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, the Patriots have uh, have been you know relatively quiet for the most part. Free agency here. Uh, they did re-sign Trent Brown. <laughs> I mean, that's about it. It's been quiet over there. 
Yeah, that's what I said. I feel like they, I feel like they still got something on their sleeve. I don't know what it is. Because um, they do need they, they do they do need some receivers. So I don't know if uh, maybe maybe they're waiting for the price to go down or some people mm-hmm. to uh, to make the move. But I mean that's the only thing they're really missing is a, is a receiver to go on on our offense. Yeah, yeah. I mean we'll see how good their defense is. Uh, they got you know Collins will be gone, Hightower will be gone, Van Noy they cut. So you got mm-hmm. all the linebacking crew in there. McCordy's not getting any younger on the back end. So. Yeah, and then they can always draft linebackers too. I saw a mock draft with, with them getting all, going after uh, the uh, linebacker from uh, uh, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very interesting come uh, come uh, NFL draft too. Mm-hmm. How about the big trade of the week? I mean, the big trade of the week. Uh, your boy got paid. <laughs> I mean, super duper paid, uh, guaranteed two thirty. Man, I did not see that coming. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't either. You know, I felt like you know Cleveland was was basically told they were out of it, right? Like we're done. Not going Pretty there. much, yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, then you know, obviously Baker was done with Cleveland because you know tough to tough to come back from that, right? Um, and then uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, I I, I, I look back at my phone and, and Watson's in Cleveland. <laughs> like what? Yep, guaranteed two thirty. That's the big, biggest NFL contract uh, ever. Uh, as far as guaranteed money, I believe it is. Yep. Um, I mean, you thought uh, you thought your boy's cousins had the best one with that guarantee he had got. Nope. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I wonder if like Deshaun and his like team were like, yeah, you know, don't worry about it, Cleveland. Uh, we're not some. It's not somewhere we want to go. And then maybe like a few hours later, he's at like his age is like, all right, yeah, Cleveland's on the line. Talk about two thirty guaranteed. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like imagine his like imagine your eyes hearing that. Like, yeah, make that. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. Just make it happen. And I feel I, like they they didn't really give up much. No, they they didn't. But they had to yeah, obviously had to had to pay him. Yeah. I, I I feel like Cleveland out of the three teams is is probably probably in the best. Yeah, financial and positional play, you know, they had the right, you know, guy set up. You got, you know, you got Chubb, you got a pretty good line. Defense is, is pretty good. Uh, you got Amari you Cooper. Know, you got Amari Cooper, you know, so I, I think that they were probably in the best spot there. But yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I just thought it was wild. It, it didn't see it coming. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a crazy division with him and uh, uh, Lamar Jackson going back and forth. Mm hmm. It should be a great rivalry um, for years to come. So, so what does Pittsburgh do now? Because I feel like they're they're like a quarterback away, but I, and I know they signed Trubisky, but he's not he's not that guy. No, but from what I'm hearing, I, I'm hearing uh, Pittsburgh really likes uh, um, a leak from uh, Liberty. Okay. Um, I don't know if they're going to move up to draft him, being that they have the 20th pick. Uh, I'm hearing that Malik is probably going to be the first quarterback off the board. From what I'm hearing, they're comparing him to Michael Vick as far as uh, like arm strength. He's bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pretty much like a right-handed uh, Michael Vick. Um, okay. But obviously, you know, he's going to be a, a work in progress. But Pittsburgh is one of those teams they do well with development players. So I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, that was the option. But I mean, if he turns out how people think he is, to have him, Jackson, uh, Watson in that division, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. The, the, the AFC is just out of hand right now with uh, teams right now. Yeah, AFC, AFC quarterbacks are uh, stacked. Yeah. I mean, maybe the NFC will come back with quarterbacks come uh, after next year's draft because it uh, looks like a lot of the teams that need quarterbacks are the NFC. So. Yeah, I guess we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see on that one. And then um, outside of that, 
Uh, your boy Matt Ryan, he got traded to the Colts. I actually like the move. I think he get them in the playoffs. He's not somebody that makes a lot of mistakes. I mean, they got weapons. They got an offensive line. They got a defense. Um, I think it'll hold hold them over for a year or two until they can uh, get get the uh, young quarterback in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think you're right. They just gotta get the guy in there. Oh yeah, but I mean, who's that, who's that guy gonna be, Rich? I don't know. It's gonna be. They're gonna have to be through the draft, or they're gonna get a. Uh, Oh, uh, your boy out of retirement, but I don't think that's happening from those pictures they showed. He looks uh like he's like in no football shape. So, but the uh, quarterbacks aren't really coming out till next year, like next year. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a it's a really light quarterback uh, group this year. I mean, the fact that you know Kenny Pickett and uh and the Liberty quarterback there, Malik are are the top two are kind of kind of concerning. And, and I think just overall, I think the the top end talent in this draft just doesn't look as good. Um, you know, so I, I think that uh, I think you're. I think next year is, is probably a, a better year to look start looking at quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be a it's going to be a struggle if you don't get if you don't got a good quarterback now you can be struggling probably like three four years. Uh, I know some people are iron on uh on the Manning the Manning son. Yeah, but I mean he's got it'll probably yeah it'll probably be like four years before he gets here, and then uh out of that I don't know if there's any of the big big ones. Um, outside of that now, so it's gonna be a while. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's tough too. I mean, it's just like I feel like can't you can't really win a, a Super Bowl unless you have you know a, a top five, ten guy. Maybe ten is even stretching it. Yeah. And, and I just feel like you know I you know I'm not <clears throat> not the biggest Matt Stafford fan. I mean he he was he was decent in the playoffs, but that, that team was just, you know, overall was loaded and, and coached really well. And I think they got a good matchup with Cincinnati. But if you look, if you look back, you know, at the, the teams that won the Super Bowl, it's basically, you know, you got Tom Brady, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got, you got a, you got a top you know, three to five guy in there. And it's just the way the NFL is right now. And it's, it's, uh, those guys, <laughs> those guys are, are few and far between. Yeah. So you, but you, that's the thing you're going to have to kind of, if you can uh, somehow get a, if you somehow can get a top ten guy and then uh, load up the roster, I mean, you definitely have a chance to win it. So. Yeah, and that's why I feel like if, if you know you can find someone that, that a good spot for for Garoppolo, you know, I still think that they that, that San Fran could could probably go to a Super Bowl with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I don't I don't get why they're so apt to move him other than bringing up some money, but. Or, or maybe they have something in their back pocket, you know, like a, a Tom Brady trade. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I mean, I, I don't know why they're so quick to move them other than I actually don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're hoping to uh, to uh, maybe for the cap, because I think uh, I think uh, the long rich, 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 rich. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, he's he's not a, he's he's not a, a cap casualty. But, but as far as like paying him, though. Yeah, no, I'm saying, but, but as far as the cap, like, if we if we haven't learned anything this off season, is that you can go from being like 50 million over the cap to 50 million under the cap in about a week. Yeah, cheese, cheese, prime example. Chiefs, <laughs> New Orleans, Green Bay, like, and and again, like, obviously, like, the, the one of the reasons that the Chiefs moved on from Hill is because they were gonna have to pay him real money, a lot of real money. And, uh, you know, they just, you know, they weren't interested in, in doing that or they weren't interested in, in meeting where he wanted to be. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, like you said, with the cap, they can do whatever they want. These guys, I feel like, are now looking for more guaranteed real money up front. And that's that's what hits the owner's uh, pockets, because when it's guaranteed, it goes right in that escrow. So they yeah. gotta have they gotta have that that cash ready to go when they guarantee that money. Yeah, they should have been doing that years ago, but hey, 
Yeah, but but it, it you know it was it was it was both sides. I mean, the uh, the players got a little bit. The owners got to you know not have to guarantee the contracts. But it just seems like it's just inching up a little by little. Yeah, you know, we're probably gonna get to the point where we're gonna see uh fully get more fully guaranteed contracts. Yeah, yeah, probably. And then uh, outside of that, there was uh some wide receiver swaps. Robert Woods went to the Titans. I don't know why they went. Why why would they sign him? I mean, he's just coming off a injury, and they just had a bunch of they have issues with receivers being injured. Well, that's another story. And then uh, Allen Robinson, he went to the Rams. I think that's a nice fit for them instead of uh, Robert Woods as an upgrade. Yeah, um, I think the problem with that is now you kind of got like two slot guys over there. I mean, Allen Robinson play the outside, but he's not really a deep threat. Yeah, but that's what I said. maybe they're bringing in somebody else to to put it all together. And then your boy uh, Adams went to the Raiders. You yeah, I was, I, was, I was shocked by that. Um, and I guess I didn't realize that him and uh, Derek Carr uh, went to play college oh, play, together. Mm-hmm. And that he's always kind of wanted to play with with uh, Carr, but it sounded like uh, you know it sounded like it, you know the the Packers offered him money, the same money if not more. He just wanted you know he wanted to change scenery. Uh, yeah, he's and, tired, uh, of, he's yeah. tired of Aaron, Aaron Rodgers shit. Uh, <laughs> probably, <laughs> but it sounds like Rodgers knew about it, so it wasn't like a surprise. Uh, a surprise there. Yeah, that was definitely another interesting one. But I mean. I feel like everything is in the AFC right now. Where, AFC, AFC West is stacked. The AFC Central. I mean, I think you're right. Like, and I got the AFC East trying to fight back with, uh, you know, Tyree killed the Tyree kill trade. Um, Buffalo just being Buffalo, uh, signing, uh, you know, Von Miller and. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a gauntlet in the AFC. Um, oh, man. NFC is a different, different, different story. Does not bode well for my Jets. That's- <laughs> I mean, you never did, know, man. I did like that, uh, you know, the, the, at least the Jets um, were in the running with Tyreek Hill. At least they, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to be aggressive. Um, I, I do I do like that. It's a good sign. They offered, you know, uh, their offer was accepted by KC. And them in Miami were the only two. So. Yeah, but uh, if you're Miami, you don't like, you don't let him go to your in-division fall. So you step it up and you offer more picks. <laughs> it, 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 it didn't matter. It didn't, no, they had, they had, they had the offers accepted. It was all up to, it was up to, um, oh, Tyreek. Oh. Tyreek, yeah. Cause he had the no trade, no trade clause. Yeah. Oh, Miami, New York. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's why when I saw that come up, I was like, I'm like, oh, New York. Where am I going to, where do I want to live? New York or Miami when I'm a, you know, 28 year old about to be multi hundred millionaire. What? Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, hey, somebody, some, somebody, so you guys didn't draft a uh, receiver in the draft, so. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I mean, they like the kid from USC. He's big, fast, fills a spot, fills a need. Uh, I, I think they need more, but uh, they've done, they've done okay so far in free agency. I think, I think they've filled a lot of gaps. Um, yeah. Trying, trying to surround uh, uh, Wilson with, with uh, a good line and, and some good offensive weapons. Mm-hmm. And you guys got multiple picks too, so. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a great feeling to have. Unless you're yep. the Giants. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> that might be it. Oh, no. And then uh, other notable free agents out that's still out there. There's uh, uh, Matthew Odell, um, Gilmore, Bobby Wagner still out there, Clowney, Clayus um, Campbell still out there. I mean, he's 36, but um, be a solid pickup for a defensive pass rusher or clog the lane for, uh, for stop the run. Your boy Landry's still out there. Julio Jones is still out there. Gronk and then uh, Sue still haven't resigned yet, so um, I wonder. I wonder what uh, the uh, Buccaneers have in store to try to pick up some of these uh, 
players. Yeah, I think I think Gronk's waiting to see where Tom Brady gets traded to before he signs somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna get traded, man. I think he's gonna stay there, man. I don't know. I just maybe, maybe. I just have like this, like why? I don't know. There's just some something, something fishy about the 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 faux retirement, and then you know what what what's he up to? Yeah, but then some players still resign with uh yeah, with uh, the, the Bucks. So, so Jensen, the center, was basically like, I was resigning anyway. It didn't matter. So uh, and and how you know Godwin got a, a awesome deal. They, not that you know they, they had him tagged anyways, but you know they they worked in a nice deal for him. So yeah, I mean he, he might stay. I just something tells me like San Francisco sitting out there. So maybe next know. year, maybe for next maybe, year, maybe because he's a free agent next year. So maybe he goes one one more year and plays you know in San Fran or I think San Fran is probably the only place I think he would play. Maybe Miami, you know, just to come back and stick a bill. And you know his wife uh, is a is a Miami fan, and I think that's you know where uh, where he's going to end up um, living at some point. Anyways, I think he already has a house. That'd be ridiculous if that's where he goes. With with the, and how they just retooled up on offense. Yeah, I know they could they could swap a Tua for for Brady, and then Gronk you know send Gronk down to Miami to pair up with Gesicki. Yeah, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> and then uh, on to the NBA. I mean, your Celtics, man. They hotter than fish grease right now. They moved up to the, the third spot in the East, beating everybody up. Your boy uh, Tatum and Brown looking like the the one-two uh, combo. They uh, even though they've been winning the games, they've been killing me on prop bets. Can't bet on Celtics no more. Uh, how you feeling about your team, man? I mean, it's hard to feel bad about them right now. Uh, they're playing well on both sides of the ball. They're, you know, spreading out the scoring. Brown and Tatum are are playing, you know, extremely well. Rob Williams has been. You know, unsung hero, uh, you know, guarding the rim, grabbing boards. Marcus Martin playing really well, too. So it's, you know, they're all playing well. You know, cohesive unit. They're Like you said, they're blowing teams out of the water. I mean, Jazz, pretty pretty solid team there. And, uh, you know, they, they beat them by 30 last night. And then, uh, I don't, like I said, hard, hard to say anything bad about them right now. Just, you know, hope they're, you know, get rested and, and uh, ready to go for the playoffs. Yeah, man. I mean, they're a dangerous team. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how uh, how things fold out. Because um, a three-six matchup uh, looks like they will be playing uh, Cleveland, but that's a that's it. That should be an easy win for y'all. But it'd be interesting to see if y'all can catch the Bucks. I don't. I, I think y'all a few games back, but I don't think the Bucks are gonna let off the gas. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know how long Miami's gonna hold on down there with Jimmy Butler and and Spo going at it. I don't know, man. I feel like they're they're kind of. Uh, I feel like that they they go through that every day in practice, man. I feel like <laughs> I feel like they just they're just one of those uh, overly passionate uh, teams. That's why I like they have a lot of passionate players that uh you know uh, express their grievances when uh, things aren't going right or um, people aren't playing a hundred percent. Maybe, maybe, but this is like Jimmy Butler's mo too. Like he gets to a place, kind of revamps them, brings them back, you know. Because uh, he does, you know, he plays plays his, you know, ass off every night, uh, and then he starts to drive people nuts, and then he's like, you know, it's not me, it's you, and then and then that's that, he goes somewhere else. Yeah, so, man. So, so I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was just a flare up, but they haven't been playing well, um, and uh, and Butler is uh, obviously getting on on some people's nerves. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not surprised, but. I mean, in the same sense, they've they've been winning. So um, I feel like I feel like winning teams always go through that. Um, there's a bunch of arguing on and stuff like that. We don't see just just look at the uh, the Mike the Michael Jordan documentary, all that stuff that came out. 
your boy Scottie Pippen hated Jordan all that time. Um, that was yeah but i'm sure there's always turmoil that goes on and 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 when when you're michael jordan i mean that that covers up for a lot of nonsense oh yeah but i'm sure i'm sure uh they're they're going through that now so we've seen it with Shaq and kobe some of the other greats so but they i don't know i don't think they can win it all the heat no i don't think i think they can get to the like uh semis or the or the east finals but i think they're going to burn burn out after that i think uh some of these teams become too much like milwaukee or brooklyn or yeah. uh the celtics I, I just don't think they have the the offensive power uh to, to keep up for a seven game series yeah and then um not much else going on in the nba i mean your boy zion out here dunking uh back to normal um it's gonna be interesting to see, interesting to see if he comes back uh, i think the pelicans are playing the lakers I think it's this weekend, and then I think the the they're like a game back or two from the Lakers too, so it's gonna be an important game. Or if uh, he he comes in for the uh, for the playing game, if uh, the Pelicans stay in the same spot, so I think that would be a good matchup to see LeBron versus Zion for a playing game, one game to get uh, get in, the, kind of the old school versus the new school. Yeah, outside of that, it's not much else uh, in the NBA. Nope, just winding down, getting ready for uh, for the playoffs. I think there's like eight or nine games left, and playoffs just starting a couple weeks here yep players are resting some you see some teams resting players mm-hmm. um john moran was uh they rested him the other night and they still uh, beat brooklyn last brooklyn, night yeah which was which was crazy your boy desmond bain at six threes went off uh Kyrie and uh kd combined for like 78 points i mean it just shows how much of a team team that uh that memphis is and it, lo- it looked like they were having a lot of fun out there especially when they went to interview bain at the end oh i saw and, that and all the team, all the teammates jumped in. Uh, it just, it just, it's one of those things. It just felt like uh, that they're having a lot of fun while they're playing. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they fare in the uh, once the playoffs start. Yeah, they did. I mean, I, I you rarely see teams that that are like that. I mean, they usually have you know the personalities are are too big or or whatever. But yeah, you could tell that that's just like a, a younger team. It's got kind of sprinkled with a couple veterans, and they just they're just out there having fun. It was actually really cool to see. Yeah, because normally when pe- people get interviewed, you see like one or two guys messing with them. But yeah. you have like the nearly the whole, yeah, the, yeah, the whole damn team. You felt like it was a football team. Like, I know. Like, you know, like, you know they get a, a, somebody gets a turnover and they all jet to the camera on uh, defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like. So I was like, oh, yeah. man, it, it looks like a lot of fun. I'm interested to see how uh, how far they get. So I hear some people are actually picking them now to win the West. So that would be crazy. That would be crazy. On to MLB. Not much there. I don't know if you want to get into anything for MLB. Um, no. Other than I was, I was a little shocked by the Correa signing in, in Minnesota. Um, you know, th- three years, hundred and two million. I think he got, but it just seemed like a, a, a an odd place for him to go. Yeah, but I think sometimes people are uh, chasing the money. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him for that. <clears throat> and I, I've seen, you know, I've noticed that there's a lot of these, even in the NFL, three-year deals. Um, worth a little bit probably a little bit more money mm-hmm. uh and uh i don't know I, I just think it's an interesting way to go i think these guys can, can capitalize on you know making more money down the road as, as kind of you know salaries kind of increase and salary caps increase and all that yeah but that's what the, some, some people that's what some people just look at it as like tomorrow's never promised right yeah. I, can, yeah. I can get injured and have like let's say tommy john surgery or some or some craziness and not see another game 
I'll play another game. But I mean, if I lock up this deal now, this might be the most I might be uh, able to make yeah, on my next deal. So, and that's I think that's um, it's good for uh, for baseball those kind of those shorter contracts because I, I do feel like you're right there. I feel like some of these guys probably sign longer term deals early on, and and you know although they they're probably getting underpaid towards the end of their contract, they've they've got all this money guaranteed right so they're 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 set which is different from uh, different from the nfl and and all that but uh it you know i i think that it 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 played into the owner's favors those kind of contracts like you can get a, a mike trout for six and 150 when he probably could have made you know 50 million dollars a year anywhere on the open market um or the, the kid in tampa who signed uh i forget his name for like the 12 year a uh, wander franco uh oh, signed yeah. a 12, 12 year you know 240 million dollar deal which is a ton of money for a 21 year old but yeah. if he's as good as they think he is mm-hmm. he's gonna be you know he's gonna be un- way underpaid towards the end of that contract oh yeah so I, the, I do the, i do like the 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 shorter deals for the players at least yeah but it's, it's also a gamble on both sides so it, oh totally it totally is so i mean if you if if you're the player and you, you don't turn out how uh people thought you were i mean you made off like a bandit but if you do then uh the owner does so but that's the thing. It's, it's kind of people you got to bet on yourself. But it's hard in a situation like that because if somebody said, "Hey, Rich, I'll give you 230 guaranteed for you know four or five years," and, uh, and you play a, a certain sport, say for football, where you get injured tomorrow and never play again, mm-hmm. you might just take that money. Yep, absolutely. It's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So tonight we got a a chicken meatball uh, over a broccoli pesto pappardelle pasta. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> a what? Okay. So so let's start with the easy part. The chicken meatballs. Um, they're just baked chicken meatballs. So you take the ground chicken, uh, some breadcrumbs, a couple eggs, a fennel seed, a little bit of salt, and then some garlic. Uh, throw that all in, mix it together, and then bake them at, at 450 for about 15 minutes. And then, you know, rub them with some olive oil and, and toss them on, on about 500 for, you know, five to 10 minutes until they're done. Um, so, so while those are cooking, you know, well, previously I had made the broccoli pesto. So it's a just a, 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 a pesto version, you know, not no pine nuts, just going broccoli, garlic, olive oil, uh, roasted broccoli. So you got roasted broccoli first. Roasted broccoli, olive oil, um, mm-hmm. again, garlic, uh, what else? Uh, basil. And, um, and yeah, and just kind of mix that all up. And then you can, uh, you know, you can make whatever pasta you want. I like to do the, the pepperdell, the, the thick thick pasta but you know again botticelli and, and anything any any like i would i would say spaghetti type pasta will work oh nice yeah i'm, I'm gonna try to I, I i make my own um like meatballs too but yeah. obviously i use the, the the you know ground beef but um i wanted to, i wanted to try it with chicken i never seen anybody do the chicken meatballs so i wondered if uh it could be done but i'll definitely uh try it because it sounds yeah. like the same same recipe i use yeah, they're good. They're just, you know, they're a little sticky. Um, mm-hmm. So you kind of got to just put warm water on your hands before you roll them up. Uh, oh, okay. But, but baking them is, is is super easy, and and they seem to cook through a little quicker, so uh, which is nice. They're not as dense. They're, like, lighter. Yeah, that's what I figured, because I, usually when I make the meatballs, they're, like, uh, big, but they last me, like, forever. Oh, yeah. Forever. 
they do last a while. And instead of getting like, you know, four or five on a plate, you only need like two or three. Exactly. Uh, so I'm going to definitely have to uh, add that to my repertoire for the chicken ones. Yeah. And then uh, what would you guys uh, drink that down with? So this was a stout that was given to me uh, from Oakcomb Brewery. They're they're in Brookfield, uh, Mass. So they're, they're not too far, about a half hour. Really cool place. Um, they have they have good beer. I think I've, I've reviewed a few on here before. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, with stout season kind of, you know, coming to a close here, I figured I'd, I'd give it, you know, one more one more stout before uh, we close it down and only go like, I'll still have them over the summertime, but it's really only for like dessert. So it's called Cows Over the Moon Stout. It's just a, you know, a standard milk stout. You know, I think it's like five and a half percent, you know, nothing six and a half percent. Sorry. You know, I, I, I like the look of it. It pours nice, pours like a nice dark, dark black. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seemed like it was missing something. Uh, it just like a lot. I like the stouts to have like a little bit of flavor when they hit the back of your throat. This one was kind of just, I would say, bland as it kind of hit. So I, I I do like their beer. The upfront taste was good. The the palate feel mm-hmm. was good. It just it was just missing something. You know what I mean? Like you're expecting something to hit you on the back end and, and it's just not there. Oh, man. Little, sounds a little dry. Need some more seasoning on that <laughs> on that stout, man. Yeah, I, I'd probably give it like a, a six point two. Oh man, that's I feel like that's the worst one you ever. The worst review you oh, ever no, gave. I've, I've had some bad ones. Oh man, <laughs> I, I feel like. Uh, do you feel like there's anything you gotta put in that to like make it better? Um. So if you had a really sweet stout, mm-hmm. I think if you mixed that, if you mix the sweet stout with uh. With that, it would probably, you know, if it was like one of those overly sweet ones, where you're like, oh, I can't drink this. I think okay. if you mix the two of them, it probably would have would balance it out a little bit. But uh, it's just some some stouts they make are just just a little on on the dry side like that. That's terrible, man. Yeah, I mean, it happens. I, it's not the first one uh, that I've had that was like that. It won't be the last, but yeah, but at least at least you know to stay away from it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, it wasn't like it wasn't like. So it didn't like taste so bad that I was pouring it out. It just wasn't like something I'd go back and get another one. Yeah, just dis- gl- disappointing. Yeah, it was, I was glad, you know, because I've seen it there before on tap. I just never got it because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I like a couple of the other beers a little better. So um, I usually stick to what I know for the most part when I go to places I like or places I've been to before. Sometimes I'll venture out, but not always. Yeah. And then when you do venture out, you're like, damn, I should have just got to. I know. Anyway. I know. But hey, that's that's how you uh that's how you discover stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. Then uh that's JD's bite and brew, everybody. And then uh for this week, not too much for the BRRs. I mentioned earlier is going through a bunch of shows. There's so much on right now. Side the March Madness. Uh they have uh, Atlanta starting tonight. Uh, I don't know if you ever uh, watched that. Great show. Comedy is about a guy that uh moves to Atlanta trying to help his uh cousin become a rapper. Um, so you're going to see like some of the stuff, uh, people go through that trying to make it in the music industry. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a great, man. It's a great show. I don't Did you ever see, um, 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 I'm Dave. I never watched that. No. Oh, it's, it's, it's on all along that line. Funny show, half an hour show, uh-huh. some wild episodes, uh, definitely get you laughing. Uh, then they got, uh, they got Halo starting as well. Uh, we've seen the seen the previews during the Super Bowl, and then uh, after, um, it, lo- it looks like it has a lot of potential. But I don't know, man. Um, I'm hoping it's not all show and uh, like no like no uh, like no meat. Like it's all uh, like hollow inside after you watch it. Yeah, yeah. Like a bad storyline and stuff like that. 
But I'm looking forward to seeing it. It looks great visually. I'm looking, hoping to have some uh, depth to it as far as the characters and the storyline, you know, to keep you uh, plugged in. And then uh, there's a bunch of other stuff that started that I'm uh, trying to go through. So Top Boy Season 2, like four or five episodes in. And so far, so good. Like I said, it's the British Wire. The lingo in is hilarious. It's just a, just a great show. I think I I think I I did watch that, Rich. I I uh, I, I forgot I did. I think but I can mm-hmm. remember uh, a lot of that that uh, the dialogue. Yeah, that, I, I think I only but, watched the first season though. Yeah, Netflix has like one season, but this the, that season is really like season three. Yeah, and that's then, right. So. But the lingo is funny when they're like, "Where's my, where's the food, bruv?" Like, yeah. <laughs> and they're talking about like drugs, like. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it's, hey, it's overall great show. Like it. And then um, there's um, I'm trying to think what else. This is just a bunch of other stuff still watching from still going good. Um, and then gotta, there was. I got to catch up on that. I think they're only on episode five, or five or six, yeah, because I, I, I think. Watched three. Yeah, I think they took like a week off at one point. Okay. Um. So, so you won't be that far behind. Okay. And then, uh, I mean, Netflix has some other stuff coming out. I think they uh, they're dropping that other uh, uh, reality dating show. That's a that's like the spinoff from uh, Blind Date, where they do the couples. Um. But I feel like they kind of stole that from uh, USA. USA has a show called like Temptation Island, where like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like the couples go on the island and like you date. Um, like singles, and then if you like, at the end you decide if you want to stay with your partner or go with the the, new, the one of the new people. So I feel like it's kind of one of those shows, but I don't know if they're dating within the couples only, or if they're dating outside of uh like through, through like a group of singles as well. But yeah, man, that's uh, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, I'm almost uh, we're almost done with the, the new season of Last Kingdom. Oh, I haven't started it yet. That's uh, it's just so much stuff like going right now. I know. But that's good though, because it'll give you something to watch come the summer. Because normally during summertime, that's when uh, all the shows die down. And then they'll pick yeah. back up for winter. So, yep. So uh, that's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Until next time, Rich. Hope your bracket uh, hangs. Hope it does too. Hope I hit these parlays. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank y'all for rocking out with your boy Rich, JD, and Tom here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on.